I'm just Antoine. Welcome to the Repositioning Podcast. I'm excited as always. I know y'all like, that's my favorite word, but it just expresses what I have going on on the inside. And I got my brother Marlon Walls with me. What's up, my brother? You doing all right? Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Man, I'm I'm blessed, man. Too blessed to be stressed, you know. Um, we, we have some mutual things that we're doing together. And um, it's just a blessing, and I appreciate you um, taking time out to come and holler at me. <laughs> I know, for sure, man. I, I think I think one thing I love about podcasting is that it has a very mutual value exchange. Like somebody's able to gain another podcast episode, able to continue to pour into their audience, but at the same time the person that they're interviewing is able to gain more exposure. So that's a great way. That, that's why we say podcast is a cheat code because, you know, I got my own. And we've been able to get to really get in contact with some major players in the business and real estate industry just through the podcast because of that mutual value exchange. Yes, yes, and it's it's the it's the new way, right? It's right. and and that's where we are going, and that's where we are heading, and it's a platform that uh, that is going nowhere. <laughs> it's gonna be around for a long time. Yeah, and it's about to explode, and there there's so way, so many ways to monetize, but it's so much valuable information that we can get out to the masses uh, very easily. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. Like, yeah, you you were st- you're starting to see more and more that people in their cars are not necessarily listening to the radio anymore. Now they may have either a talk show or a podcast on, and now that's what you start seeing more and more because times are times are changing now. People are recognizing that value information is everywhere or they can be entertained on demand through whatever type of medium they want to like on, through podcasts you don't have to listen to an educational podcast you can listen to a true crime podcast or something else but podcasting in general as a platform is here to stay and it's only growing yes yes and 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 um there's um big corporations pumping money into podcasting so that's a very good sign that we're doing the right things right what's the name of your podcast so my podcast is called money monopolizers okay so we start me and my podcast co-host we started that podcast back in 2019 then we have over 110 episodes now awesome we've been just continuously educating uh like young minorities especially on like the different things that they didn't know growing up such as financial literacy how to buy a house how to start a business how to invest in real estate all the things that we were not taught in school not taught in our households those are things that we try to put on our platform so that we can educate people who look like us that were not necessarily privy to the information growing up wow wow that's that's awesome that's that's very inspiring brother um i, and I didn't know nothing i didn't know <laughs> nothing about that yeah. but but that's a blessing man um uh giving back that's what it's all about right Um, deploying your gifts and your talents and the things your education the things that you learn and giving it back to the community and and to the people that have been grossly underserved in in our nation Mm -hmm. right and so um you know um one of the things that i've been talking about is you know how many people are suffering because you don't want to exercise your gift you don't want to open your mouth you don't want to share information and so um you know it's it's a it's a wonderful thing that you you're on that platform and you're reaching out to the young folks and so um would you tell our audience once again what's the name of that podcast yep so that podcast is called money monopolizers and to your point that was one of my biggest revelations for this year as far as opening your mouth and being able to pour into somebody because that's the kind that's the transformation that I went through this particular year 
as far as me use, utilizing my voice in order to influence more people. So that's a whole story in itself. But the podcast, we've been doing it for, like I said, two years. And it's called Money Monopolizers. You can follow us on all social media platforms. Primarily Instagram is our number one uh, our number one social media platform. Just uh, search Money Monopolizers. That's M-O-N-E-Y-M-O-N-O-P-O-L-I-Z-E-R-S. All right. Well, well, that's a blessing, man. Um, so um, let's talk about the morning meetup because that's that's been a place where we met. Right. Um, um, we actually saw each other in person at, when they came to Houston. Dave, David Shans um, came to Houston. And so um, hasn't that been a blessing, man? Can you. Can you even put it in words? <laughs> so, no. If I'm ever talking to anybody, I tell them that the morning meetup has been a priceless experience for me. Because I started back in December of last year. That was when I first joined. And throughout this entire year, I would say I've gone through more personal development and business development than I ever had in my life. Yes. That's because we continuously, like, for, for one, he's the most consistent that I've ever seen with that platform. Because I remember even last Christmas, we were on a morning meetup. Like yes. This New Year on a morning meetup. Like we don't miss any days on there, and the, pr- and the purpose is so you can, because as a brand, you have to be consistent. You have to be able to relate to your audience that you are reliable, that you are going to come through whenever that you say you're going to do it. So if he he says five days a week, he's going to show up five days a week, and if even if he's not physically there, the the call is still going to be going on. Right. And so this, that's one thing you can just see is consistency. But more than that, just the people that he brings on, though his his messages, the sermons that they continue to provide every day. Yes, those are just these are millionaires, and some are even some of them are even billionaires that are coming on the platform, speaking to us for an hour, just giving us all the game that they have about how they built wealth. Yes, and people still don't see the value in it. It's crazy to me. Like that is invaluable to me. It 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 is. I mean, I've grown. I've probably been there for probably about four months, I would say, and I've grown tremendously. And and it just pushes you. And then it's it's over like five hundred people that meet every morning. Exactly. Um, and and most of them look like us, yeah. <laughs> the majority, right? And um, all reading books. We're on our what fourteenth book this year. No, we're on. No, we did 13 because you know, I, I, I leave a notes in the chat every day. Right, so right, right. I know we're on number 13, uh, Limitless by Jim Quick. That's been another great one. We've, But no, for a lot of people, they've never read more than a book in in a year in their lifetime. And right. now they've read 13 books in one year. So that's the, that's just another addition to the things that we're able to do in the morning meetup. So I'm a huge advocate for it. Wow, wow. Yes, yes. It's life-changing. And um, – I've been inspired to do my own, but the thing is, you know, uh, I was I was telling Will, and we might have matter of fact, we got drop. I think it was Drop Book Club, you know, because our studio is dropping the buckets production studio, and um, we did. I wanted to do a book club, so I had already got the domain and everything for it, and so that was before running into the morning meetup, and it's oh, like. Really? You know, hey man, this is this is awesome. This is great. You know, somebody's already doing it. Somebody's already engaging. Somebody's already involved, and and it was just it was just uh, life changing. Mm-hmm. It has been life changing, and so um, um, you you're doing something with Toro, right? What's what's going on? What you got going on? Yeah, so my business that I actually run myself, because um, just like within the morning meetup, everybody is an entrepreneur. Everybody. Well, most people are aspiring entrepreneurs or they're already in entrepreneurship and trying to pursue 
some type of endeavor. So for myself, um, I was already doing the rental car space okay. before joining the morning meetup. But on top of that, I also had like 15 other things that I was trying to do. And that can be a whole story in itself. But <laughs> um, this year, it's from the morning meetup especially, uh, I decided that I was going to focus in on rental cars only. Because like that was a business that me and my dad had started up together back in August of last year, August of 2020. Uh-huh. And uh, we had one car. We listed on a platform called Hire Car, though. We weren't even on Turo for all of 2020. Okay. So that car was a 2016 Nissan Sentra. We got it booked out. Um, I don't know. I can't even tell you how many days it would be booked out per month. But it, it did pretty well, though, for a first time, for a first car, first experience. We definitely enjoyed it. And we saw the potential that the rental car space had. And then we, we also see, like, how the industry is shifting. So, like, you would see, let's say, the hotel industry versus Airbnb. You see how Airbnb has made its name, and now it has it competes competitively with the hotel space. Right. Turo right. is a very similar platform to Airbnb in that it competes with the uh, companies like Enterprise, Hertz, et cetera. Right. So now you have a, a, peer, a peer-to-peer platform where people can go there for more of an experience as opposed to just getting a transactional car. So mm. that's really the biggest sales piece that Turo has over the general car, car rental industry. And so that's where, where we as hosts are able to really make our stamp on the world, on the country primarily, when it comes to like the car rental space. And that's why it's been so profitable. Okay, awesome, awesome. So tell us a little bit about that experience. What kind of experience, and what's the name of your company, and what kind of experience can they, uh, the audience expect from um, renting from you? For sure. So uh, we have, I guess we haven't established a true name because we just usually go underneath the Turo brand. So like on Turo, you can search for a car in Houston, and then you may come across one of our vehicles. Okay. Or, uh, but I guess the name of our company in particular, like me and my dad, it's called MDWJNS LLC. So we okay. haven't like put like a staple name, but that's usually where we go under, and we okay. just uh, utilize our brand name. And just I have a logo that, like that just says Marlin Walls. That that's the over overarching brand. That's going to ha- encompass a lot of different companies over time. That's but right now we're definitely within the rental car space. Okay, okay. And what kind of experience can we expect? Oh yeah, so we co- we pride ourselves in the five star experience. So All that's, right. Now that's our actual uh, staple for our company is that we pride ourselves in delivering a five star experience to people through rental cars, not necessarily just renting out the commodity, which is the car. We actually rent out the experience as mm-hmm. the product. Okay. And so with that, you're gonna make sure you're gonna get customer service that is very timely. So within five minutes of somebody sending you, sending us some a, a question or a message, you're gonna get a response back. Also, the same, we have uh, uh, automated templates that go out during the trip. Like, as soon as somebody books the car, uh, has an, have another message that goes out 15 minutes before they get the car. And then we have one that goes out midway through the trip. We have one that goes out 30 minutes before the trip ends and one 15 minutes after the trip ends. And that's in addition to anything else that we may send throughout. Okay. And so that just allows them to, we have at least five touch points during any given trip. That in addition to whatever else we um, like, whatever else other conversation that we have going back and forth. Okay, so you make sure that you're in tune and and you you letting them know that you're concerned about you know how their experience is and if you can make it better and things of that nature. Um, so just hands on, very hands on. Yeah, so I would say it's hands off though because we like I said those messages that we have are automated. We don't even send those out, but we but 
based on our first, because we ha- we've had over 150 trips on Turo now. Okay. And so through those uh, trips, you start to see uh, common questions come up again and again. So that first message that that they see as soon as they request, as soon as they're accepted for the, their trip, they're going to get a intro message that outlines most of the commonly asked questions that other people have before. So okay. that, that would include the, ch- the check-in instructions. That includes um, what, do, what, ha- what happens if you go over mileage, what happens with tolls and tickets, what happens for all of those things, like cleaning, um, refueling. All of those things are outlined in the introduction message. Okay. And then uh, from there, now we, start, we just reiterate certain things, like the, trip that the message that goes out 15 minutes before the trip, that's going to outline just as a re-emphasizing the check-in process. So that, that way, when they're getting closer to um, picking up the car, they know exactly where the car is located at, they know how to get into it, and they, they know the, our check-in policy. So all of those things are given to them as just a reiteration because sometimes they may have overlooked it in the first message. Okay. Wow, wow. All wow. Today we have, we've purchased, well, we've acquired 13 in total, but we currently have 11. And we're okay. still looking to do uh, more partnerships now as opposed to just buying them ourselves because now we realize that we can continue to help more people out that are looking to get into the industry, but they may not know how to run it th- and operate it the way that we do with our five-star experience. They may not want to do all that. Right. So now instead, what they can, what people can do now is partner with us, and they can provide a car that meets Turo or higher cars criteria to us, and we can rent it out for them. And so wow. now they, they get to have the experience of um, having their car rented out, but they don't do any of the work. All they do is collect a passive check at, each, uh, at the end of every month. Wow, that's great. That's a great business model. And um, it's it's looking like that you are, and you say you run it with your dad? Yep. And it's a, so it's a family business? Essentially, yeah, because um, when I was, when I first um, told him my dad that I was going to uh, get into the rental car business, I told him that I was about to go buy a car th- that day. And uh, it's like a day in August. I think it's like August 12th, maybe. And he had said, I'm going with you. And reason being is because we had gone through, so like the previous years before that, I was in grad school. And I would, and like, we, like I said, we were doing the podcast. We started the podcast back in August of 29, um, in May of 2019. So within that year, we were just continuously, like me and my podcast co-hosts, we were both having conversations com- uh, rep- repetitively about investing, starting businesses, elevating ourselves financially. And my dad would sometimes overhear those conversations or he would just, like we would just tell him about the things that we're talking about or he listens to the podcast. Right. And so by the time that I got back from, out of, by the time I graduated grad school and he heard me say that I'm going to get a car, He's like, oh, yeah, you ain't about to leave me behind. Like, I'm, I'm jumping in on jumping this. Jumping in. Yeah, like, I, I believe firmly in the, in the vision that you have, and I just want to be a part of the ride. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, uh, we're going to take a small break um, with the Repositioning Podcast. Once again, Marlon Walsh, we thank you for joining us, and we'll be back in just a few seconds. Hi, we want to welcome you to JW's Place, Soul Food and Barbecue. Some of the best barbecue in town. I make the sauce myself, y'all. It's from scratch. You ain't gonna get it from nowhere else. Ribs, pulled pork. We got it down here. Fried chicken, whole smoked chicken. We got everything you want. Listen, we ain't got to drive through. So you ain't even got to be, get out your car. We'll come to you anywhere you are. Okay, listen. 
Come down to JW's Place at 28533 Spring Trails Ridge here in Spring, Texas. 77386. Look, we are ready to serve you here. It is our pleasure at JW's Place, JW's Soul Food and Barbecue. Come on, get your barbecue. Get your, and while you're here, mm, look here. I throw you a wing. Oh, God. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just like that. JW's Place, Soul Food and Barbecue. Welcome back. I'm just Antoine to the Repositioning Podcast, and I got my brother Marlon Walls here. Man, we're excited to have you once again. Um, thanks for coming, man. Yes, sir. No, just um, thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, tell tell us a little bit why you got started in the entrepreneur space, and and what mo what gives you the motivation from day to day. So I got started in the entrepreneur space, and I would say one thing I value more than anything else is time freedom because I tell the story about my grandmother. She, um, one of her biggest goals in life was to be able to spend her retirement with her husband, be able to just travel the world, be able to do the things that she couldn't do while she was a working woman. Yes. At age, I think she was 54. This was back in 2003. She was, a, I, put, I can't remember her exact age, but back in 2003, uh, my granddad was 62. He passed away. She was in her 50s still. She was still at working age. She uh, she still had like another 10 years to go before she was able to retire. That means that for the next 10 years, she didn't have her husband with her. After she uh, retired, she didn't have her husband with her. She right. wasn't able to do the things that she wanted to do because she was always working. So for those the previous 20, 30 years that she was working, she looks at she's now looks at it as like, I got. I did what everybody says you're supposed to do. Say, go graduate from uh, high school, go to go to college, get a full time job, retire on government benefits. Problem is that if you follow that model, you may not even get to enjoy the life afterwards after you've done all the work that you're that people say you're supposed to do. So right. my goal now is to achieve the time freedom to be able to spend time with my family, to be able to do do the things that I desire out of my life or desire in my lifetime while I'm still young enough to enjoy it, with the people that are around me that are also young enough to enjoy it as well. Awesome, awesome. That And, and we see a lot of families and a lot of people that, um, you know, go after that dream, and it, that dream never comes to fruition mm -hmm. because it's just a wrong, it's a bad model. Yep. And they say by 2033, I think it is, that there will no longer be Social Security. We know it's it's fading out, and so um, we cannot. It maybe it's twenty fifty three, but we cannot depend on that model anymore. And it's and it's not doing enough now. Right. You know, uh, it's not really sustaining um, those that are in retirement. So, um, yeah, man, uh, that's that's a great inspiration. So, what what are some of the things goals that you have now? So uh, goals for me right now, I would just say beyond like rental cars, for instance, one of my long-term goals is to be able to ins impact and inspire more people to achieve more for themselves and believe that they can achieve more. Reason for that is because um, I never forget this. My uh, podcast co-host had told me uh, he was with one of his one of his um I forgot who it was and one of his friends though, 
and they had mentioned how both me and him are crazy like we're anomalies in the world primarily because we go after our goals yes and when he told me that i was like that that just sounds so bizarre to to for somebody to say something like that like uh, y'all actually pursue y'all dreams that's actually what he said and that just tells me that most people do not pursue what they uh, like their, their wildest dreams most people will accept what life has given to them but not necessarily but in, they will accept what there was given to them want more for themselves and purposely not pursue it because they don't think that they can, they can achieve it and so my biggest goal now in life to also what we teach on the podcast is to show you different avenues of how to obtain wealth for yourself how to actually achieve the goals that you have in life and how to be able to live a life that was live a life fulfilled as opposed to a life um, full of regret and uh, wishing wishing about what could have been wow wow yes that that's so that's so powerful because you know we um to inspire others a lot of people just don't think that they can you know, and but what you're doing is is saying, hey, I'm I'm a reality that this can be done, you know, by a person of color that's young. Um, you're a young brother and you're, you're doing it. You're crushing it. And and so um, I'm, I'm proud of you. Um, I'm giving you your kudos. You're you're a beast in the morning meetup uh, with your note taking and everything like that, man. And and just just dropping gems all the time. And so um, I'm inspired by you. I want you to keep up the good work, man, and and keep going with your podcast. You're doing it right now. Yeah. You're doing it. And I, I see you got on the Do It Ugly shirt. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. I love the shirt. I love the message that it has along with it. Because just adding on to, like, the philosophy of how people think and how they don't want to uh, pursue their goals, some people actually want to pursue them, and they will have a lot of mental blocks. They will go through analysis paralysis. They will want uh, perfection before they ever get started. And that usually plagues most people, and that prevents them from ever getting started. My favorite message that um, – shout out Kelly Holmes. That's uh, the o- owner of the Do, Do It Ugly brand. She says that – doesn't matter how it looks when you first put it out. Just do it. It's just like how Nike says, just do it. She says, do it ugly. Because in the beginning, nothing is going to be perfect uh, when, you, when you first see it started with something. There's no baby that is born that comes out walking. There, right. No baby that's born that comes out running or riding a bike. They have to fall a couple of times. They have to stumble. They have to learn. And people think that failure is a bad thing. You need to stop. Don't even consider it failure. Consider it a learning lesson. Consider you, you instead of you taking the L as a loss, you taking the L as a lesson. Yes. And that lesson like is going to teach you in the future what not to do. When a uh, when a kid uh, r- learns to run in, in the very beginning, they're all over the place. They, they, that's why their arms are always out and they wobbling back and forth. They may fall a couple times, but what they learn is that after a couple falls, they they adjust. And once they start adjusting, now they're able to get into um, a, tra- a track team. Then they're able to graduate to like, maybe the Olympics one day if they want to be a track star for whatever reason. Right. But the whole purpose is that you had to you start it somewhere, and most people are afraid to start on their dreams because they want to start with the, uh, already at the, at the top but at, at that level. But you, it's a it's a journey for everything, and just don't be afraid to get started on that journey. All right, all right, and and it's not that um, I like the quote that says that courage is is not with the absence of fear, but it's it's going in spite of the fear. 
That's correct. And doing it ugly, being willing to make a mistake, being willing to just challenge yourself and say, you know what, this may not be right, but I'm going to do it anyway. It may be ugly, but I'm going to do it anyway. And another one of my favorite quotes is, you'll never reach a thousand steps if you don't take the first one. That's that's everything, man. So, like you were saying earlier, you said I'm doing it. I'm trying to be a personal testimony for anybody that thinks that it's easier said than done. Because if you look at my like, go to my Instagram page for instance. I tell um, everybody if you want to see like a true transformation, scroll back to March first, 2021. So this is uh, this is the first time I went to the content creation boot camp, which is on February 28th, 2021. I went to the content creation boot camp hosted by David Shans too. And that was the day that I had like an, a whole epiphany moment where I realized that I wasn't utilizing my voice, especially like on my personal page, to share what I could, what, like the knowledge that I had with the world to be able to express um, how you can achieve anything that you want to in life. So I was, I was for whatever reasons, I would just say for like per, my personal um, preconceived notions and fears, I wasn't sharing that message. So if you look at any day before March 1st, 2021, you will see that I never had a, a video of myself talking. But any any time after that, you see an entirely new person. So it takes just a belief in yourself. It takes confidence. It takes knowing that you have something of value to offer the world and being unapologetic about pursuing it. Awesome, awesome. And so what you did was invested in yourself, mm-hmm. and you were able to come out a better self. Way better. <laughs> so I'm huge on that too. Invest in yourself. Invest in getting into rooms with people who see on a higher level than you. Most people are surrounded by people who are at their level or lower, and so that means that they're like the the top dog in their circle. If you're the top dog in your circle, you need a new circle. You need a new circle because you can't elevate if everybody around you is lower than at a lower level than where you want to be at. Exactly. Um, one of my pastors used to say the water can't rise above its source, you know. Exactly. Um, so you need you need somebody to constantly pour into you mm-hmm. and, and 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 encourage you to go to that next level. And so, yeah, man, that's that's good. That's good. Um, you know, um, as we go forth as as um, entrepreneurs, what are some of the things that you want to uh, inspire to to do in um, just that the Toro world, or uh, you know, with the rental car experiences that you're doing. What's your next step there? Within the rental car specifically, me and my dad are trying to expand our fleet to 20 cars within this year. We we know that we can uh, continue to expand the fleet. We might even expand to 50 next year. Uh, but our goal is to be able to continue to deliver that five star experience and build a business that people can rely on when they especially when they come into Houston or we may even look towards different markets at some point and start uh, just taking that same experience that we try to that we provide out here in Houston and then provide those in other areas as well just so that we can continue to uh, revolutionize the way that the world is going when it comes to the rental car industry and then that peer-to-peer transaction as opposed to just those the general larger companies like the the car um, what's called enterprise and Hertz Right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that's fabulous, and um, I I like your uh, model that you're gonna bring 
other people in to kind of invest, invest their cars in to what you're doing already. And so I will encourage you to double down on that, you know, and, and, and just get that out. I know you're doing um, webinars and uh, mastermind classes like that. And how, how's that coming along? Didn't even mention that. So that's another thing with, our, with us is because we know that this industry in particular is another is a great way for people to get started in entrepreneurship. And so with that being said, we uh, we provide different resources such as our course and our master class that people can tap into. So if you go to rebusrentalcars.com forward slash course, you'll be able to tap into our course. And, you, and if we have an upcoming master class, you'll also be able to tap into that as well. Just sign up to go there. And even if, if you want something that's a little bit um like a little bit more like quickly digestible we have also an ebook it's called 10 ways to automate your rental car business and it also teaches you the base steps of getting started in the rental car industry so if you go to rebus that's r-e-b-u-s rentalcars.com forward slash ebook you'll be able to get tap in with that as well awesome awesome man well you you're doing it i you're doing it ugly it's 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 coming to be beautiful and uh it's a blessing man and um you know, entrepreneurs, we don't we don't get that all the time where people appreciate what we do. Um, you know, they they talk about us because they don't understand us. Right. Most of the time. But it's it's very courageous for you to step out. And, and not only that, bring your dad along with you and 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 others along with you and say, hey, man, what I've done, you can do it as well. You have the genius in you, and and so keep up the good work, my brother. I appreciate you being on our podcast today, and uh, I want to have you back for sure. I want to sure. have you back, um, Marlon Walls. Get in touch with my guy. He he's doing it ugly. He's he's doing it. He's helping people in the industry. If you want to get in the game, you better get with Marlon Walls. Yep, I will. I, last thing you can hit me up on Instagram at Deuce Walls. That's my personal Instagram. That's D E U C E W A L L S. Get in contact with him, y'all. This has been the Repositioning Podcast, and we are out. See you later. <laughs>